The five mindfulness trainings represent the Buddhist vision for a global spirituality and ethic. They are a concrete expression of the Buddha's teachings on the Four Noble Truths and the Eightfold Path, the path of right understanding and true love, leading to healing, transformation, and happiness for ourselves and for the world. To practice the five mindfulness trainings is to cultivate the insight of inner being or right view which can remove all discrimination, intolerance, anger, fear, and despair. If we live according to the five mindfulness trainings, we are already on the path of a bodhisattva. Knowing we are on the path, we are not lost in confusion about our life in the present or in fears about the future. And the fourth mindfulness training is loving speech and deep listening. Aware of the suffering caused by unmindful speech and the inability to listen to others, I'm committed to cultivating loving speech and compassionate listening in order to relieve suffering and to promote reconciliation and peace in myself and among other people, ethnic and religious groups and nations. Knowing that words can create happiness or suffering, I'm committed to speaking truthfully using words that inspire confidence, joy, and hope. When anger is manifesting in me, I am determined not to speak. I will practice mindful breathing and walking in order to recognize and to look deeply into my anger. I know that the roots of anger can be found in my wrong perceptions and lack of understanding of the suffering in myself and in the other person. I will speak and listen in a way that can help myself and the other person to transform suffering and see the way out of difficult situations. I'm determined not to spread news that I do not know to be certain and not to utter words that can cause division or discord. I will practice right diligence to nourish my capacity for understanding, love, joy, and inclusiveness, and gradually transform anger, violence, and fear that lie deep in my consciousness. close. I have a few notes. Um, 
first, I just want to um, express my gratitude for the opportunity um, to get to do this talk. Um, you know, Sarah asked us earlier in the year, um, a number of us, if we would do these talks. And, um, and I've, I did one a couple of years ago on the second mindfulness training. And of course, um, giving a talk requires energy and vulnerability. And, you know, it's not something that like, I'm like, pick me, pick me. Um, <laughs> but um, it is, it is something that I'm grateful to have the opportunity to do, to, to um, get to um, dive deeper into a mindfulness training and then get to ex share my experience with you. And, and um, I was just thinking, I, I know medical students, as they're learning procedures that they do, there's a saying that they say, see one, do one, um, teach one. That's how you learn how to do something. And so, you know, that's how I, I, I hear these mindfulness trainings. Um, some of you, I, I think, are maybe newer to coming to Be Here Now. And we do, um, we recite all five mindfulness trainings on the first Monday of every month until we get to January. And then in January, we do one of these talks every month for five months. Um, and so over the course of years, I've heard all of these trainings many times and I've read them and when we go to retreats I hear them too and so so I've had lots of opportunities to hear um, and I'll be talking about how I've practiced with this training um, but then to have the opportunity to to really try to put into words my practice um, is an opportunity for me to grow um, in in my practice, so I appreciate all of you sharing <laughs> this experience with me. As I um, and I would um, I'd say that um, if if you were ever feeling like you wanted to give it a try, we do these five you know trainings each year, and then at at our retreats um, we always have a panel. We have a, a retreat in the spring and in the fall. Um, and we do a five-person panel. So there's another 10 opportunities. So if you ever feel like um, you want to just take a, one of these trainings and really dive into it, um, you might consider talking to one of the facilitators, Sarah or myself or Amy or Nicole, Suzanne, um, and we can, you know, let someone know that you'd be interested in doing that. So, um, so I thought I would just talk... Um, because I think kind of the beauty of these talks is that it's not like that I am the Buddha or I'm this super, uh, you know, extra wise person about this. It's just me having an opportunity to share with you how I've practiced with the training. Um, and so that's what I thought I would, how I would share this talk is just talk about some of the different things that I have, have how I've worked with this training as I was kind of doing the hear one, do one, teach one experience. So um, I've always thought of this training as the loving speech training. Um, and so, you know, I'll hear it and I'll be like, oh yeah, loving speech, loving speech, you know, um, truth, you know, what are the things I need to practice? really diving into being more honest. And, you know, that's not just about not lying. It's about, you know, 
really being completely honest, not trying to to hide who I am, um, not trying to to hide um, things that that upset me. Sometimes that's actually a hard thing for me. I I um, um, I have a hard time. Uh, sharing with other people um, the things that I need um, and, and that's a way that I'm not always truthful um, so you know those are some of the things that I, well, I'll just kind of think about like tr um, being truthful um, one of the when probably in the earlier years when I heard this training and and you know there's that line that that says um, I'll um, refrain from speaking um, when I'm angry, you know, and that was something that I had to work with is like Gosh when I'm angry, that's when I want to speak and that's when I really speak, you know that's, I can really put my words together, you know, and why would I want to hold back and um, And I'll get into that a little bit more um, in a minute um, with some of the realizations that I've come to on that, but um, I, I have practiced um, when I'm angry um, not speaking until I've, I've been able to work through that. Um, so that's, that's a practice that I've had. Um, and then another big one for me um, is the gossiping thing. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I can be um, kind of shy, um, kind of a lone wolfer at work and, you know, can just kind of feel myself kind of like a dork or, you know, like don't fit in kind of thing. And, and, you know, gossip is just an easy way to connect with people. You know, there's, there's people gossiping, you know, it's a, just a way to, to connect and feel like, oh, we're, you know, like some of that righteous indignation, we're in this together and, you know, and, um, and, uh, and even if, you know, it doesn't always feel right, there's something that feels kind of good about that. So that's um, something that over the years I've, I've really worked with and, um, and uh, especially at work um, where, you know, there's always the boss or whatever and just trying to um, be a stand for um, some compassion and seeing both sides and, and all of that. So those are some of the things that um, just um, in listening to this training over the years and um, in reading this training over the years, those are the things that would immediately come to my mind. Um, and so, and the other thing about this training is it's like in, when Sarah asked me if I wanted to do a training, I think um, I was early on, so I got to pick whatever. She said, you can pick whatever training. And I, I was like, I'll do the fourth one, because I think of the fourth one as being the easy one. Um, there's, there's not, like, a ton of controversy. I mean, like, you know, loving speech, you know, don't say things that hurt people. That's easy. That's, like, easy to understand, you know, um, you know, nobody's going to argue with that. There's, you know, like, I don't have to talk about sex and, you know, like politics and, and these things that can bring up a lot of emotion. I'm just talking about speaking lovingly and listening. And so I'm like, yeah, that's the one I'll do. Um, but then it was just kind of like, well, what do I say about it? It's like, you know, um, in a certain way, um, um, 
this is an easy training to maybe grasp or understand. It doesn't always mean it's an easy thing to practice as, you know, the being truthful and the gossiping and the things that, you know, those are things that require practice. Um, so anyway, I'm like, what am I going to talk about? Um, and so um, when I've done these talks before, I, I usually just try to um, find some readings or um, some things. And so one of the, um, oh, um, I was immediately called to mind this book, The Four Agreements. I don't know if anybody's read this before. It's not a Buddhist text. It's um, actually from um, early Mexican civilizations. Um, um, but the, the, there, there's four agreements, and the first agreement in this book is to be impeccable with your word. Um, I read this a long time ago, and I had really liked this book, um, and I just had always remembered that as the first agreement, be impeccable with your word. So I'm doing a talk on loving speech, so um, I, I um, picked up that book. Um, and it, it was just surprising to me how um, this Toltec wisdom, it, it's like how a lot of spiritual teachings can really line up and connect. And so there were some really um, good things that I got out of, of reading. Um, I read the whole book, but then really focusing on the impeccable speech. And first of all, impeccable speech, um, the word impeccable comes from without sin. Um, and in this book, they, um, he talks, Michael um, Miguel um, Ruiz um, talks about sin as being um, doing acts against yourself. Um, and, and so that was an interesting concept for me to think about. Like, um, and so being impeccable with your word um, ends up being a lot about um, speaking, um, and word is not just the things that you say out loud, but also thoughts, the words that, that, that I'm thinking and speaking. And so being impeccable with my word starts with me using kind words with myself. Um, and uh, and then how that grows, and it really um, that um, idea about using kind words with myself and um, thinking kind thoughts about myself, it, it really ties in with a lot of um, of teachings from the Buddha and Thich Nhat Han about watering the seeds that we want watered. Um, and, you know, so, um, you know, if, if I, we all have seeds in us of love and trust and fear and hatred. They're, they're all there. But what are the seeds that we want to water? The ones that we water, the ones that grow. And so the more that I can um, be thinking about um, being loving and kind to myself, the more loving and kind and peaceful I can feel within myself and there, therefore I'm really affecting not just this training then becomes not about what I do, but who I be, who, like I'm working on thinking and um, speaking um, in a way where I am being more peaceful and loving um, 
mankind um, and that um, can can make fertile ground um, for then speaking to others um, with with that frame of mind and then I think um, it also can provide me with some immunity when fear um, anger hatred come at me I, I have more of a or some immunity to just understanding that I have this love and can just kind of understand where where I end in that fear and hatred, whatever, um, can um, can um, is separate from me. So, so that was um, one of the things that I did as I was um, thinking about this talk. And then um, it was kind of funny that it came after picking up this book. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to just read this training over and over and over, um, and and you know, just got out my highlighter and you know was picking out the different words and um, and just you know really focusing on on different aspects because um, I mean it's every time you hear these train or every time I hear these trainings, it's always something different that comes out. And you know, and every like we hear that over and over again. From I've heard that from other people too. It's like every time I hear a training, you know, I hear some different words um, or a, a just dif a different thought comes to mind. So I just um, did sit with this training for um, a while um, and with my highlighter, different colors and and thoughts. And it was kind of funny. It's like oh, this training isn't just loving speech, it's deep listening and loving speech. It's like, wow, that's kind of, I mean, I've always known that, but like um, where that really came out more. And then just like, you know, um, thinking about like, why have I always thought of it in my head as just loving speech, you know? And, um, and is it just because listening seems more passive, or, you know? And listening isn't really passive, but I think maybe it can kind of feel that way um, in a sense. Um, and, and then looking at it even more, here I have a copy of it. Um, I was noticing um, that, um, you know, that line about, I'm committed to speaking, or um, using words that inspire confidence, joy, and hope. When anger is manifesting in me, I told you I'd come back to this. Um, when anger is manifesting in me, I'm determined not to speak. I will practice mindful breathing and walking in order to, to, to recognize and to look deeply into my anger. So I was reading that and then also thinking about the four agreements about with speech, the speech was about um, me using impeccable word with myself and using kind words with myself. And I'm like, and this is about listening to myself where, you know, it says when there's something manifesting in me, I'm determined not to speak, but I'm gonna practice mindfully breathing and walking to recognize what's inside of me. So, um, and then, and then it goes on to say, I know that the roots of anger can be found in my wrong perceptions and lack of understanding of the suffering in myself. So um, it really got me thinking like, oh, okay, this training, again, isn't about what I do, but it's about 
who I be and um, and from who I be then um, comes the speech um, and and what does it mean to listen to myself um, and it, he says it right there you know the mindfulness and walking I'm like dang it mindfulness it just keeps coming up in this tradition over and over again that's all we ever talk about mindfulness <laughs> and it's a hard thing for me um, you know uh, it's just um, I've been sort of trying or you know practicing this practice often you know I wish I could say it was more on I think it's getting closer to being more on than off but for like 25 30 years a long time and I really struggle with the sitting part of this practice like um, I can sit and um, and my mind you know as we're practicing to bring our mind back I mean I like the bell will come and I'll be like on another planet and be like whoa I was gone like just gone um, and, you know, and, and sometimes I do better, but there are some days that, you know, it's just like, well, that was a waste of time, but it's not, you know, it's, it's not because um, that also, you know, is in, insightful. It's a way of listening to myself. Well, where were you and why were you gone? And, um, and, and then just, you know, um, trying to get back into that practice. Um, but because I struggle with it so much, um, I resist it. And um, so doing this, um, like, you know, dwelling on this fourth mindfulness training just in the last couple weeks, that's what I, I've been like, this has been a gift because it's yet another reminder to me of why mindfulness is the bottom of it all, why it's just so important because um, it's really, the practice of helping me know who I am, helping me love who I am, helping me be the the person that I want to be, and and as far as like the listening and the um, when when I'm trying to deeply listen to a person, if I have all kinds of agendas in myself or fear or whatever it is, it it takes away from the listening and. I'm always going to have something in me. I mean, like, never going to be a blank slate, but it's just so important to to know that about where I'm coming from. Or um, when there's um, anger in me, to, and, and the more that I can, like, have the mindfulness about if there's something that I'm feeling resentful about, it is interesting because he uses the term in also in this book about, um, you know, emotions, you know, we all have them. They're okay. We're not trying to push them down. We're trying to experience those emotions so that they can be transformed. Um, and so allowing myself, um, if I'm, I'm feeling an unpleasant feeling, grief, um, fear, um, resentment, just having that opportunity and a lot you know I'm really not great at doing the sitting meditation but I am better at just using mindfulness in my everyday um, and if I am in a conversation especially one that's difficult 
um, I have I, I have practiced for years on taking breaths, trying to um, like you know just really know where I'm coming from before um, I engage further in the conversation, and that's something that that I have seen over my um, the course of these many years um, that I've seen it. Um, really develop and play out in my life and want a, a practice that I know I can always get better at. And I know that um, the sitting meditation is a practice that, you know, um, can really help me get there. And I know that when I'm practicing regularly, um, it gets easier. And, um, and so this being reminded like so now in my mind um, when I think of the fourth mindfulness training I'm not going to think of it as the um, loving speech training and I'm not even going to think of it as the deep listening and loving speech training I'm going to think of it as the mindfulness training this is the training Teresa that reminds you how important it is to be mindful and to take the breaths and um, that this training what really struck me in this go around is that it's about me it's about the way that I speak to myself the way that I listen to myself um, so that I can um, transform myself um, and in that way then my speech and my listening um, comes from who I am and it's not something that I'm doing. It's not something like I'm sitting there trying to listen, but, but that it, you know, hopefully with these practices and, and understanding where I'm coming from helps that just be a part of, of me being there and me being open to the conversation. So... I think that is all I have to say. And I don't know if that was a long one or a short one. Perfect. <laughs>